0: Hello, hello, it's Katherine Beaver here. So glad that you decided to join me. I'm your host, the voice for the Love Relationship Clinic podcast. Go ahead, pour yourself a hot cup of coffee, get cozy in your favorite spot. Get ready for a good conversation on a topic that I hope that will bless you. So let's just dive right in. Hello, Catherine. Here again. I'm so happy to be able to share in conversating with you today on a very um, interesting uh, topic. One that I feel I am called, um, purpose to discuss. It may not be for everybody, and if it's not for you, God bless you. Be encouraged. And pass it on to someone that you know might be walking through. But I don't take it lightly, the things that God has entrusted all of us to certain things, certain gifts, certain uh, purposes in our lives that we can't get away from. We don't always understand it, as you've heard me say that so many times. But it is a truth. God's got the grand picture already laid out. He already has the blueprint. We we can't see it, and it has to be revealed in his timing for all of our lives at different points of our lives. So I am just so encouraged today. But I was led to um, just talk a little bit today, just a little bit to encourage some that are going through whatever crisis, whatever heartbreak, whatever difficulty that you are going through, that be encouraged that God is still God, and he still loves you, and he is faithful to do everything that he has promised. But today, I'm just going to talk a little bit about grief, healing, and restoration. And it's it's a truth, it's a truth, it's a truth, it's a truth that all of us at some point in our lives we'll face grief and you say well why do you talk about grief so much Uh, why not look around our world it is in a total state of emergency for as us needing the hand of God because so many people are hurting in whatever fashion whatever way that you can imagine people are suffering and they are going through so it's good to know it's good to know that even in the middle of all the pain that's in our world God has not changed he's still God and why he suffers it to be because he's a God of justice he's he's a just God he He loves us, but at the same time, he always will show his sovereignty in in the earth. And so I'm encouraged, and I want you to be encouraged, to to pass it on to someone else. But the topic today, grief, healing, and restoration, I'm thinking about John 11 and 35. We've heard it from Sunday school. We learned it as small kids. We heard it. And there's one scripture in the Bible that if we had to memorize, it was one of the first ones that as children we would memorize. John eleven thirty-five. Jesus wept. Wow. I can remember that as a child learning that. And like I say, it was short and it was it was a word in the Bible. It was the promise in the Bible. It was Something that when you said, "Okay, learn this," it was easy to learn. But over time and over life, living life, I have learned that this scripture holds so much value. It ha- it holds so much potential, so much power than just the simple two words that was stated in our Bible that Jesus wept. And actually in the Bible it's mentioned three times and I don't know how many times Christ in his lifetime actually cried but in the Bible I found three different scriptures where Jesus wept the first one is the one that we could remember right off the bat, John eleven thirty five. 35. But also in Luke 19, 41, Jesus wept as he was going to enter into Jerusalem. He seen the city. He felt what was going on in the city. And he wept. Also, in Hebrews 5, 7 through 8, as Jesus was nearing his death, he was in prayer. And while he was in prayer, he could feel the agony of what he was about to go through. And he cried. He wept as he prayed. For all those that would not believe, he wept. For all those that would come to believe and that was walking with him, he also wept. So the vital thing that I want to encourage, if you're going through any type of grief, and and I always say it doesn't always have to be the death of a loved one, Minds. At certain times, considered and centered around that. And in my book, God of My Storms, I wrote this insight in one of my chapters. It says, this is a painful, long journey. But I'm trusting God to be faithful to walk with me knowing that he is walking ahead of me as well as he is preparing the way that I must go. When it comes and it seems like nothing else is left, I still trust. And when I find myself reaching for the knot in the rope of hope and holding on tight, in the center of all this sadness and confusion and uncertainty, one truth remains solid that mama daddy and the rest of the family is secure in god's will and his amazing hand of grace is holding on to us that was at a time when i was walking through with my mom as she was journeying her way to glory and i thank god for the opportunity to know that even in the midst as i said of uncertainty not knowing one thing remained for sure god was holding on to us and even today as i think of jesus wept i'm a, I'm, I'm so encouraged and inspired by Jesus, our Lord, our God, being so sovereign. But here you see him in, as a mere man because in all reality, he was fully God and fully man. But as I think about grief, healing, and restoration, all of this plays a part in our life's journey all of it. But the one thing, like I say, that we all will face at some point in our lives is grief. So that is not something that we need to to try to guard ourselves from or to refrain from or run away from. But the place that God is encouraging us as we deal with grief and face grief, that there is a brighter day on the other side of grief called restoration. And that is where God wants eventually to get us to that state of being, it's restoration. So what does these three words have in common? Each is included in the group of natural human responses. They are connected within the grieving process. All three. All three. Grief, healing, and restoration are connected. They're joined together. They're coupled together. You can't have one and not have the other and have the fullness of life. Chaos. Uncertainty, pain, all of that plays a part on our journey. But it's not the whole journey. It's just a place that we are traveling through. Although these three, grief, healing, and restoration, are grouped together, they're connected together as one. But notice, one cannot proceed before the other. Get that. One cannot perceive before the other, meaning there is a time lapse. There's a time frame involved. That's just like driving down the highway in traffic. We have a, a process that, uh, that precedes one and the other and the other as we learn how to drive and we have to put those things into play when we get ready to move to the left or to the right. We don't just well normally doing the right we don't just jump out in front of someone else because first of all it's dangerous second of all it's not it's not right to do taking your life into your hands and someone else's as well. So what do we do? We're trained. And taught that the proper way to do it is to, to look in your rearview mirror, look in your side mirrors, look in, you know, make sure that it's clear and the way is open. And then you turn on your blinker light, signal light, and then you make your move to the left or to the right safely. Well, that is what. Grief, healing, and restoration, the process, one cannot proceed before the other. Because without the, the process being completely done, we will never fully walk in the joy of restoration. All three has a time lapse that we've got to walk through, and we've got to successfully get through it. And arrive where God wants us to arrive. Grief is a natural response to loss. And like I say, any type of loss. It is the emotional suffering and pain of us losing something that we love. That could, like I say, be a person. It could be a livelihood. of uh, we lost all of our money in stocks and bonds and everything crashed. And now our bank account is zero. Our portfolio is zero. That's a loss. But, but but it all plays a part of human experience. Healing is a natural response to what we've lost. It's a natural response to what we have lost. Coping and accepting is a part of healing. That we move from just the shock of losing something that is valuable to us something that is that we treasure we move into that place of of realizing it's happened and there's nothing that we can go back and do to correct it change it we move into a healing process that 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 takes a while to really grasp and wrap our minds around and begin to cope and accept did you hear me coping and accepting it's it's a term that we sometimes as as in grief it takes a while to even get to this place because. We, that's why one cannot proceed before the other because it, you can't jump from grief of losing a loved one and jump into restoration. That is absolutely not going to happen. We can try to fool ourselves, especially as Christians. We can try to camouflage things and make things appear to be. And that's a sense of misleading pride. It's a deception that Satan loves to get Christians in that mold to think that, oh, you're weak if you cry. You're weak if you, you know, stay in a place of crying too long. God himself, Jesus himself in human form cried. He wept. And restoration is the completion response. It means that grief has done what it does, healing has followed and, and 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 surrounded grief, helped us to channel it in the ways that is is positive and nurturing to us as humans as much as possible and then restoration. Is us embracing life without our loved one or that thing that we once loved and felt comfortable and at ease with. We learn that we can laugh again. We can have joy again. And we don't feel guilty that they're not there with us to enjoy it. That's restoration. When we get to a place where God has really restored us to that life of abundance where he's like, you're still here because I still have purpose for you. They're with me because their assignment is finished. And you can have joy about that When things happen to you and you, you know, sometimes we'll say, I wish mama was here. I wish daddy was here. I wish brother was here. I wish son was here. I wish daughter was here. I wish uncle was here. But they're not. And it's okay that you can laugh even about something that, that pertains to a memory about them and not feel sorrow, but absolutely feel happiness that's restoration. That's being restored. That's restoration. That is where God wants us grief, healing, restoration. Always know that God is a God that ne- didn't just publicly uh cry and I and I'm so thankful because he had compassion. He just didn't feel uh Mary and Martha at the at Lazarus' tomb. He didn't just look at them and then point a finger and say, "Don't you believe? Why are you crying? Dry that up." No, 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 no. He had compassion and he felt what they was feeling and he cried. Yes, he knew that he was God's and he he was going to come to to raise Lazarus up cause he was the resurrection as he had stated. But yet when he looked around, he saw the pain. He he felt the grief. He felt it. And he shared in that human experience. Jesus wept. And today he's still saying. I am your prince of peace. I am your high priest. I have felt every emotion. In Hebrews 4. 14 through 16. Just take a read. It talks about. He's experienced it, and that's why he will carry you through it. Because just like at the grave of Lazarus, and he looked and he saw Mary and Martha, he looks and he sees you. He sees your situation. He sees the circumstances surrounded, and he wants you, just like with Martha and Mary, he wants you to get to restoration. He wants you to be whole. Just like he brought joy back to them when he raised Lazarus from the grave. He wants you to to be resurrected through grief, through healing, and to restoration where you are solid again and you will know. In Psalms 34 and 18, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Don't ever think that you're out of reach, just like I wasn't out of reach at that moment in my life, walking along that, that path. I too was seen by God and I was able to hold on to every promise. He says that he is near and he will save the one that is crushed in spirit. So I want you to be encouraged. If Jesus wept and showed that human side, don't try to be super Christian when you're hurting. Just allow God to be God and get you through the process of grieving, healing to the place that he desires for your life, restoration. So you be blessed today as you travel through. Love somebody. Well, I thank you for joining me today, and I pray that something has been said that will encourage you to make big changes in your life. I pray that you have received insight and some highlights and even encouragements that will inspire you to do something great and be all that God created you to be. You be blessed today, and don't forget, love somebody.